0: Let's flash back for a moment. Here was me literally like a week and a half ago. A lot of people in this country fell for their crap and now we are all gonna face the consequences, but I hope they're watching. I I hope they are paying very close attention to everything that's about to happen in this presidency so that, you know, they learn their lesson. You Biden voters, most of you guys who are so moderate, you're in for a rude awakening.
1: I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say what happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. Well, folks, I have been
0: vindicated. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to the Sound of Dow. And you guys might remember a few weeks ago, I did a podcast talking about hey, how, hey, Look, Biden voters, most of you guys are in for a rude awakening because you didn't know what Biden actually stood for. And when you find out, you're not going to like it. And I did say that. I made a podcast saying that. And guess what, folks? I was right. But to be fair, I thought it would take at least a few months, maybe even like a year or two, for people to see that and for me to be vindicated. I did not expect... That literally, with Biden being in office for less than a week, we would already see people starting to regret their vote for Biden. That is not something I expected, but nonetheless, here we are. So, this clip right here is going to be played a lot during today's podcast and
1: just in general, going over the next four years. But here it is, okay? I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Because I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. Because that's exactly what this is, okay? This this entire presidency, a
0: lot of it is going to be a giant I told you so for me and a lot of other conservatives, okay? So, so let's just get started on this because Biden within less than a week of being in office, many, many people and entities are already regretting their vote for Biden, which is kind of funny because Biden in this first week, and he has fallen short, I suppose, on some campaign promises. And I guess that's why other people that we're going to show in the next few slides um, are angry at Joe Biden for that. But the majority of people are actually angry at Joe Biden for actually fulfilling his campaign promises, like Joe Biden is the first time where I've ever seen a candidate's own voters get upset with that candidate for fulfilling their own campaign promises. Like I genuinely don't think I've ever seen that, but Joe Biden truly is just a different monster, and it just it goes just goes to show you the reason itself why people voted for Biden because they clearly didn't vote for Biden because they liked his ideas or even knew what his ideas were because if they if they if they were doing that then they wouldn't be unhappy because Joe Biden hasn't done anything in his first week that wasn't outside the realm of what he bit very clearly was going to do but clearly a lot of people didn't actually know what he was going to do which not not to insult the american people but it does show how dumb a lot of the american electorate is but regardless Let's get started here, okay? So so the first people already mad at Joe Biden for fulfilling his own campaign promises and already regretting their endorsement of Biden are many different unions, okay? So let's just get started on this one, all right? So we're going to cue the clip in a second, but here it is, folks. So the United Association of Union Plumbers and Pipefitters endorsed Joe Biden for president. This is on uh, Monday, August 17th, and the headline reads, United Association of of Union Plumbers and Pipefitters endorses Vice President Joe Biden for president. Okay? So there you go. So you heard that, right? This 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 union of plumbers endorsed Joe Biden for president. Okay, you have the right to endorse who you want. But then Monday, January eighteenth. Keystone XL decision will raise energy costs for American families. The United Association of Union Plumbers and Pipefitters issued the following statement today following the news that the Biden-Harris administration plans to rescind and effectively end the construction on the
1: Keystone Pipeline. Cue the clip, everyone! I told you. What did I tell you? Did not I tell you. Because I told you, mm-hmm, and when did I tell you? A long time ago, and what did I say what happened when I told you? Exactly what just happened? Tweeted it out today. I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Because I told you, mm-hmm, and when did I tell you? A long time ago, and what did I say what happened when I told you? Exactly what just happened? But it's also kind of sad because it's like, then why did you vote for him? Like, why did you vote? We tried to
0: warn you. We tried to listen. Maybe it's good. Maybe this is good that this is happening because it's a wake up call. Like, it's a wake up call. Maybe you should stop, start listening to the conservatives because, like, they seem to be right about most things so far. So, ah, uh, whoa, here you go. Anyways. Next one, we got from Jen Perelman. He, she's kind of like a far, further left, left-wing left activist. Uh, seems to me she's sort of like one of those pro-Julian Assange, pro-whistleblower activists. You know, like like very sort of anti-government sort of leftist. And I kind of do respect leftists like this a little bit more because it's like they, they're, they're, they seem more consistent in their view. But regardless, here we go. Jen Perelman tweets out, My biggest fear of a Biden presidency was foreign policy. In just three days... And he's already authorizing troop escalation in Iraq and Syria, calling it out. Good on good on her. Right. But then she says, I did not vote for this. Did you? And the answer is yes, you did vote for it, though. That's exactly the problem. You can't say I didn't vote for for, uh, more foreign wars because you did vote for more foreign wars. And you sort of knew that you were voting for more foreign wars. So why did you vote for him? I mean, genuine question. You, you you can't you can't retreat now. You can't say I didn't vote for this because you did vote for this. OK, Joe Biden has been a hawk his entire career. Everyone knows that about Joe Biden. The guy literally wanted to invade Iraq before 9-11. Like he was one of the few guys back in 1997 saying we want to invade Iraq. OK, so when you say I did not vote for this, you're actually wrong because you did vote for this, Jen. OK, you did vote for this. And why, why are you mad at Joe Biden for basically fulfilling what everyone knew exactly what he was going to do? Like, c- come on. You did vote for this, though. Maybe if you didn't want this, you shouldn't have voted for this. I guess that's the theme of this podcast. You get what you vote for, folks. Okay? In the, except for in the case of Sean King because he, he really believed that Joe Biden wasn't using him. But in other cases, in most cases, you actually do get what you vote for, folks. Okay? So... To sit here and say you didn't vote for it when you very clearly did, what's wrong with you? Yes, you did vote for it, okay? And, and everyone who's mad about Keystone, like, yes, you voted for that. Don't pretend you didn't now because you did. So why are you mad? Why are you, like, I honestly, I, I feel no sympathy for these people. I do feel sympathy for the people who were smart enough to see that Joe Biden was either, was going to do X, Y, and Z, and they actually they uh, voted informed. But I really feel no sympathy for the people who sort of were exposed to these red flags around Biden, but then decided to vote for him anyway, and are now completely shocked and upset that Joe Biden is actually following through on some of these things. I feel no sympathy for you, you know, because you need to learn your lesson the hard way. We tried to warn you. We tried to tell you it's not like you didn't have access to that information.
1: You simply chose to ignore it. And now you are paying the price for it. So cue the clip again. I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Because I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say? What happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. All right, folks, last one in the series for today.
0: Uh, we've talked about unions. We've talked about many prominent activists. But how about an entire state? Okay, how about an entire state regretting their vote for Biden? Here we go. The Associated Press reports President Joe Biden's 60-day moratorium on new oil and natural gas leases and drilling permits is prompting widespread concerns in New Mexico. And many politicians in New Mexico are speaking out about it against this. And by the way, they're Democrats. Where spending on education and other government programs hinges on the industry's success. And by the way, a ton of jobs, right? A ton of jobs. But yes, that is true. spending on education and, you know, the local state government there does hinge on the energy success. And it's like, shoot, that sucks, man. Like the entire state of New Mexico is getting screwed over by this moratorium on oil and gas, except, oh, wait a minute. Who did New Mexico vote for? Oh, that's right. Joe Biden by a pretty large margin. Like there's not even a concern, really of voter fraud or anything in the state. Like they just voted for Joe Biden. They've been a solidly blue state by a margin of like 12 points. Okay, so okay, okay, New Mexico. I don't feel sorry for you. What did I tell you? We tried to tell you, like you are getting what you vote for. And I don't, you get what you get, and you don't feel upset. So I do feel sympathy for the forty-three point one percent that I, in in New Mexico that actually understood and saw what was coming. But I have no sympathy for the other fifty-five percent. Okay, all this economic damage that is about to behold you, befall you, it, it you literally asked for it. Like you literally asked for it. You literally said, Joe Biden, please come give this to me. And then he gave it to you. And now you're like, why did Joe Biden do that? Gee, I don't know. Maybe because that's what he ran on. Maybe because that's what he campaigned on. Like, oh my
1: God. Okay. So
0: play the clip again. Here we go. I told you.
1: What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Because I told you. Mm Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. uh, Sorry, but I simply cannot
0: feel sympathy for these people, okay? These people need to learn the hard way because we tried to warn them, we tried to tell them, and they didn't listen. So now you have to learn the hard way. We we tried to show you the easy way. Now you need to learn the hard way, okay? And this is what's, I I guess the silver lining out of all this is that a lot of people are out Gonna wake up like I feel like what Joe Biden is doing is going to be the greatest red pill there is. Like of of, of like it will surpass any red pillars we've seen over the last four years. But it is kind of depressing, you know. It, it is kind of depressing because I bet you if the electorate really. Like believed knew and believed what joe biden was going to do they wouldn't have voted for him and that's precisely why you saw after joe biden became the nominee he basically didn't really talk much about what he really planned to do right his his entire campaign was like vague platitudes about unity and uh trump is bad and don't and he did have plans like if you actually researched him you could find out what he was going to do but he didn't uh put it out to the world, like, shining in the front because he knew that nobody wanted to vote for him. Everyone was simply voting against Trump, right? And like I said, many people who simply voted against Trump because they didn't like his personality, didn't like his Twitter or whatever, they're going to be in for a very rude awakening. I mean, and and they have to learn, like, seriously, folks, these people have to learn somehow. And if... If we couldn't tell them the easy way, then they have to learn the hard way. They have to learn the consequences of what happens when you vote in such such a low IQ, dumb manner as, I don't like orange man, so let me go vote for the other guy, even though I know nothing about the other guy. Okay? And we tried to tell you. We tried to warn you. You th- You thought we were just spreading misinformation, like with the fracking thing. Everyone was saying, no, the right wing is just spreading misinformation. Trump is just spreading misinformation. And it's like... Okay, so you tried to demon you saw the media tried to demonize us and so that so that way you wouldn't believe them. But now you're finding out that we were right and the media was just lying to you because the media wanted to get Joe Biden elected. And whose fault is that? Whose fault is that for not? So now you have to learn the hard way. Now you have to learn the hard way that the media is full of crap. Now you have to learn the hard way what the Democrats and Joe Biden really want to do. And sorry, folks, but I really can't feel sorry for you, okay? And <laughs> this whole this whole process has really honestly made me question democracy itself, <laughs> okay? I'm not even gonna lie, because it's like, you know, they 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 were celebrating so much this year about how we had the highest voter turnout ever, guys. Look at all these people that normally don't vote that actually turn out to vote, and I'm like, why is that a good thing? Like, I'm starting to realize, like, that's actually kind of a bad thing when we have super high voter turnout, and in theory, it would be a good thing if, you know, everyone actually showed up to vote that actually knew what they were, knew about politics, understood this stuff, were informed voters, okay, on both sides. But what we we've, have clearly seen is that high voter turnout doesn't mean people are more informed. It simply means more people are voting. And that's not a good thing. You know, that, that's actually not a good thing when we have very high voter turnout. And, and that translates to just a uh, bunch of dumb, misinformed, uninformed people going out to vote. Like, that's actually a bad thing. You know, like, actually, pragmatically speak yes ideally it would be great if everyone voted and knew what they were talking about but pragmatically speaking it's actually a better thing when less people vote and i'm not calling for voter suppression obviously i'm not saying that citizens should be stripped the right to vote obviously i'm not saying that but i am saying that it is better for our system when less people vote not in the sense that like that's a good thing but in the sense that only the informed people who know what they're doing should be voting Okay. (laughs) This And this is the reason why this is exactly the reason why. Okay. Like, yes, democracy. I I think democracy is overrated. Okay. Obviously the type of system we have, like that, that's probably the best you can get, right? Like there is no perfect system of government, but this idea that democracy is the greatest thing to ever exist. It's, it's, it's really not. Okay. And, And that's exactly what we're learning here. And this is why you see, this is why the founders we're not fans of democracy. This is why the, why the founders wanted some type of representative government. They also put all these checks and, and, and systems in the place, like, you know, the electoral college, judicial system. This is why they didn't want people to directly elect their senators, because they knew that a lot of people were very stupid, okay? And the founders are being vindicated with this, because it's like, it would be one thing if everyone really wanted this, right? It would be one thing of like, yes, this is what the country wants. But you're seeing that within days of this president taking office, people are already mad that they voted for him. They're already regretting voting for him. And that's why I'm like, why do we pretend like, like oh my God, everyone is out and voting. Why do we pretend like that's a good thing? It's not. Okay? Because what it means is that a bunch of people that don't normally follow politics and don't know what they're talking about and don't know what they're doing are voting. And that's a bad thing, actually. That's a really bad thing because then you have bad decisions. Like, a democracy is only as good as its people, you know, that the people that are voting in that democracy. And if you have a bunch of dumb people voting in a democracy, what, what, what do you expect to achieve, right? A dumb democracy ran by dumb people. And that, 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 that is, that's what we're witnessing right now, folks. So... It it I, it really just make me, you know, question everything that we've been told, right? How is it that within days of Joe Biden taking office, people are already, like, regretting it? Like, oh, my like that is dumb. Okay, like, that is dumb. Come on. It's one thing, like, okay, a few years you're down the line, you're like, ah, maybe I shouldn't have voted for him. But we're days in, and people are already regretting it. Democracy sucks, okay? That's the reason why democracy sucks. But a little bit about this Keystone Pipeline before we wrap up here in this podcast, okay? Um... You see Joe Biden taking—I just wanted to point this out because this has really been on my mind. Kind of unrelated from the topic of this podcast, but still, it's it's on my mind. I had to say it. Um, you see Joe Biden taking steps to basically kill American energy. Like, he, he's just murdered the American ener- energy industry this week. Um, whether it's, you know, the Keystone Pipeline or, or the moratorium on new oil and gas. And let me explain to you the real reason why, okay? This is the real reason why Joe Biden hates American energy so much. Um it's not because of climate change, okay? Because Joe Joe Biden doesn't actually hate oil. Let's get that straight. Joe Biden doesn't hate oil. He simply hates American oil, right? Joe Biden is more than happy to invade the Middle East for oil. He's more than happy to let Saudi Arabia flood our oil markets with their cheap oil and totally destroy and outcompete American oil. He simply hates the idea of our country producing our own oil. You see, that's the thing. Because Joe Biden, we know like we know that about Joe Biden. He's more than happy to go get his oil from the Middle East. But why does he hate the idea of American energy independence so much? Right. Why does he hate the idea that, hey, America should make its own energy so that we don't have to be reliant on the rest of the world and we don't have to start these wars? And that's just it. We don't have to start these wars if America produces its own energy. If America produces its own energy, it makes it hard for the, these globalist elites to justify their endless, pointless wars in the Middle East. Because it's like, why do we need the oil from the Middle East when we have the oil here, and we have plenty of oil here? Like you saw a few years, a few years under Trump, America was actually oil, energy independent, right? Because America can produce its own energy; they absolutely can, but. If they are, that makes it harder to keep these wars going, and that's exactly it. You see, Joe Biden is able to please two people he needs to please at the same time. On one hand, destroying American energy is able— allows him to please the woke climate activists right he can go to them and say hey look guys we destroyed american energy to save the world from climate change and they're like yeah you go uncle joe and they're not going to question the fact that we're getting our oil from all these other places around the world because remember the whole climate change agenda is really an anti-western agenda right all those evil white western countries they are the ones emitting, even though that's like the, the data doesn't support it but the third world and other countries that aren't western and white majority uh they can they can pollute as much as they want right because that's that's what it really is it's a, it's anti-western agenda intersectionality it, the wokeness continues right and so they're not going to question the fact that biden is getting his oil elsewhere right because they, they don't care about that as long as american oil and american energy is destroyed they're happy and they'll feel like they're saving the world even though they're not right so he gets the, he, he can please those woke climate activists he can just virtue signal no to them by saying hey look we killed american energy but then at the same time it pleases the globalist elites and the the corporate shows that really you know pull biden strings he can please them by saying hey look we killed american energy now let's go invade the middle east you see what i'm saying here so he can he can please both sides he can say to the woke activists hey look i'm making you happy and then he can say to the globalists hey look i'm making you happy at the same time see it's brilliant it's almost like biden is set up to be a better war hawk than george bush because people might say to george bush and George Bush was pro-free trade and stuff. But he, they might say to Bush, like, but why do we need this? When you're you you you're from Texas, you know Texas has plenty of oil for us. But Biden is like, no, because climate change. Okay? And then he can say, hey, guys, guys, see? Now American oil is destroyed. We need to invade the Middle East for it. So don't, don't buy Biden's crap about renewable energy. It's, it's, just, it's just simply nonsense. That, that That is the real agenda here. Okay? Not to destroy oil. Biden loves oil. Just American oil. Okay? The idea of America being self-sufficient in terms of energy is very harmful, very very dangerous to the globalist elites in power, okay? And that's just a fact, okay? That's just a fact. Um, and, you know, they did talk about the Keystone Pipeline. Let, let me, let's get the, the facts straight about the Keystone Pipeline, you know? It, again, it's a virtue signal. It's a virtue signal to the climate activists while simultaneously achieving the real goal of just destroying American energy, right? Because the Keystone Pipeline, stopping the Keystone Pipeline doesn't reduce emissions. It actually increases emissions because that same oil... It's just high demand. That same oil is going to be coming down through that route, and it has been. Like we've already been transporting oil through that route. The only difference is that's. It's not going to keep oil in the ground, right? But the only difference is that same oil is being produced instead by. I mean, it's being transported instead by freight and by rail, right? So instead, trains and trucks are the the vehicles transporting the oil, which is far less efficient, by the way, than the pipeline, right? So they're transporting it less efficiently, and guess what? Those vehicles emit fossil fuels. They emit carbon, but it's not stopping the oil. The same oil is going through that route. The only question is how it's transported. And without the Keystone Pipeline, the oil is transported by dirtier, less efficient, more carbon-emitting sources. But they don't care, right? They don't care. It's all about virtue signaling. Hey, look, we stopped a new pipeline. We helped in the globalists. And Warren Buffett, by the way, who is going to lose a lot of money from that pipeline, is like, mm, yes, very nice. Very nice. Um, but like, get it straight, folks. That's exactly what's going on here, okay? They're not saving the world from anything. Biden knows it's all virtue signal. He he knows even if America became totally carbon free, we'd, we'd still have 85% of global emissions, right? Because America only makes up 15%. So, what What about these other countries? And that's exactly, it's, it's all a giant virtue signal. A lot of it is just a leftist agenda for political power, right? Biden, with doing this, is able to kill two birds with one stone. And by the way, Here's another one, another thing that we tried to warn you about. We were like, he's just gonna invade the Middle East for oil. He doesn't. He, he still likes oil, folks. And, and and don't pretend like Biden is suddenly some isolationist now because he's not. He's been a war hawk his entire career and throughout his presidency. Like we're in our first few days and he's already sending more troops to the Middle East. What do you think that's for? What do you think the ultimate goal is gonna be here? Red pill moment. And guys, look, I, I'm not even red pilling by making an argument. I'm really red pilling more. As to what Biden himself is doing. Wake up, folks. Okay, those of you that are still on the Biden train, wake up. Okay, it's it's time to realize what's really going on here. Okay, and um, that'll do it for this podcast, to be honest. I don't think I have much else to say than that, other than (sighs) the people who are already mad at Biden, that's your fault. Like that—that's genuinely your fault. Um, but unfortunately, I—I—I'm I, more than happy to let you face the consequences of your own decisions. Unfortunately, the reality is that it's not just you that facing the consequences. It's all of us. Okay. So, but hopefully, the country has a great awakening as a result of this and realizes, oh, now you know what Trump was right. Trump was right about a great many things to quote Emperor Palpatine. Anyways, guys, I will see you guys uh, later on in the f- week with a few more videos and I'll see you guys back on the podcast on Thursday. Until then, remember, alpha moves only. See you guys next time and peace. Hey folks, how are we doing? Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, be sure to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give it a five-star rating. If you're listening on Spotify, be sure to follow the podcast. And folks, be sure to click the link if you're on uh, if you're on YouTube. Be sure to click the link in the description for my merch shop. Okay, we're we going to be changing the merch shop very soon, and if you want to get these exclusive designs because they are going, it's a clearance sale. They all have to go. Be sure to uh, click the link in the description, or if you don't have a description, be sure to visit teespring.com/stores/vince-dow and cop up some Vince Dow merch before it goes. So, anyways, yeah. Thanks for watching the podcast. Hope you enjoy. See you guys on Thursday.